this week on the Big Ditka's Fantasy Football Podcast. I already forgot what I was supposed to say. Come on! Welcome to the Big Ditka's Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Big Ditka's Fantasy Football Podcast. I got a special guest on the phone today. I hear some That's cars me. going in the background. That's my cue. Hey, sorry, no, I was hearing some cars in the background. Mike, how you doing, man? Not too bad. There are some cars. I am walking from the GO train in Liberty Village back to my home, so you may hear the, uh, the bustling nightlife of this part of West Toronto throughout this, this podcast. Very nice, man. Very nice. It's all good. It is all good. Okay, I will try to be more in the moment here, Mike. you got to be paying attention. Ah. Just yes and everything that's going on. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Um, just so everybody knows, this week we're doing a little bit of early recording. I'm out of town uh, later this week, so I wanted to make sure I didn't lose another week of episodes. I really don't like that I missed the one, so I wanted to make sure that I record something. And I thought, again, just trying to get some guest hosts on, uh, and I gave Mike a call, and he was like, well, I'm on my way home, and if you want to wait. And I was like, yeah, sure. So I made some drops while I was out. Yay! The Mike and Mike week! It's Mike and Mike! Mike and Mike on the mic and the phone. <laughs> it's exciting. Good stuff, huh? Very good stuff. Very good stuff. So um, let's get right into it. Let's talk about uh, this week. Let's start right out. Hey, what happened? <laughs> okay. Good job. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. So I was mentioning to you earlier, just like Cooper Cup, man. Cooper Cup, less than a yard, less than a yard would have won me the week. That's all I yep. needed. And then later on that night, Ertz kind of did the same thing when he didn't get the fourth down conversion. Yeah, I got, gave you an Ertz donut. He did. I was like, oh, oh, oh. And then I looked at the name of my team and I thought exactly it wasn't a donut. He played fine, but I was just like, oh, so freaking close. How about you, man? 124 points. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Like, I mean, I, I did an auto draft. I was in Croatia. I think um, a requirement of this podcast right now is having recently visited Croatia. Yes. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, like, so obviously I didn't get to set my lineup. I don't know if I would have changed it. But I did feel like I left some points on the bench in week one. And uh, apparently those points came through in week two. So, I mean, it's just the way it goes. Well, week one was a pretty weak week for a lot of people. Um, can I ask, because uh, I asked Sylvain a little bit about it in last week's episode, what was your auto yeah. draft like? And I want to ask just in terms of, did you do any prep? I did tons of prep. I did way too much prep. Um, I did like weeks of prep, so that's good. Uh, I, yeah, but I had every kicker on my do not draft list, and then I drafted two kickers. So, um, so, so that's that's 
That's what I want to know. You drafted two kickers. How how do you think that happened? Because for next year, I mean, there'll be people auto-drafting. How did that happen that you ended up drafting two kickers if you had them on your do-not-draft? I'm not entirely sure. I don't know if the system just decided... Because you said before that it fills out every roster spot. Maybe it just decides, you know, we're not going to let you only do it this way. But I'm not entirely sure. Um, Because I definitely said it um, with every kicker placed over there. I mean, it is what it is. I think looking at my draft, the way I set it up, it may have still used it to an extent. Uh But it also kind of, I feel like it kind of saved me for myself. (laughs) Just looking at the first couple weeks knowing players who I would have taken. Um, who would like you take? kind of thin. Uh, well, there's, I think in wide receivers, uh-huh. I'm a little thin. Like, I would have jumped at Tyreek Hill, and I'm sorry that you're experiencing that with the injury there. That's okay. Um, I mean, I might have taken. He's not like he's out for the year. So uh, I'm yeah. like, I'm still optimistic. There's time. Yeah. Um, Chris See, Carson, I would have taken over some of the backs that I got, and he's got fumble problems right now. Um, I'm sure in the moment I would have overthought things. Uh, <laughs> You're so telling I'm me. I'm kind of glad that it, that it picked it for me. But, like, when I saw Vance McDonald go to you, and I know you're, you've been a Vance McDonald, you were a Vance McDonald truther last year. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, this auto-draft must be going the way that he would expect. Like, you made some picks that I was very upset with you, your (laughs) auto-draft. So, Which ones in particular? uh, Austin Eckler. Like, he's, you know, and I always do, I always draft, uh, uh, you know, I don't, I do some mock drafts, but then what I do is I'll usually, like, sign up to just a regular public league on Yahoo, because I want to do a real draft. And, like, you know, I got Eckler later. By the way, my other team, 2-0, and like, I am in love with that other team. It is fantastic. I have some of the same players, but it's just like, just a couple little key pieces here and there. I got Lamar Jackson. I need to trade him. Let me know, because I got to trade that guy, man. I mean, now we're kind of talking, you know, maybe giving strategy away, but why? Well, I want to. Well, okay, so I don't have him in our league for one thing. Why should I trade him? Because he played against uh, Miami and Arizona. I, I mean, I'm not saying that he's not this good, but he's he's not going to get. He's not going to stay this good. I don't think he's going to be a Patrick Mahomes personally. I think there's other quarterbacks I could get, and I'm thinking in my head that right now I could try to trade him for a wide receiver or God a running. If I could trade him for a running back, that's crazy. Right, nobody should agree to that trade, but he's a quarterback, so like, uh, I'll I'll pick somebody else. No, but here's else up. the thing: he's he's a dual threat, right? Yeah. He's kind of like he's starting to emerge as as a Michael Vick, where he doesn't just have the arm, but he's got the legs, and he's starting like I've been really busy with work, so I haven't seen any of the games this season. But just looking into it, like it seems like his past decisions aren't poor. Like he's making smart decisions, smart reads. Um, it's what everyone seems to be saying from what I'm looking into anyway. So, I mean... Against Arizona I I, and I, Miami, though. Let's, again, so like, Those are two easy teams, I agree, but I don't think he's, he's going to drop off. I don't think it's going to be like, you know, a Winston level of drop-off who is my backup quarterback <laughs> and is not playing well at all. 
I don't think so either. But at the same time, I go, there's other quarterbacks I could probably pick up off the waiver wire. I could pick somebody up. And, I mean, uh, he's, he's going to have a good week next week against Kansas City. So it's funny. I was thinking of that, and I thought, mm, Kansas City might hold on him. And then he's got Cleveland and Pittsburgh and Cincinnati and Seattle. Like, he starts getting to a harder defense. And at that point, I just go, if I could trade him for a, a wide receiver two or a running back two, that'd be amazing. I would hold out for a one at this point, just the way he's playing. Like, well, with the whole sell high. I mean, you want to sell high, yeah. right? I mean, I would try, but if it was me, I'd I would reject that trade. If you tried to trade, like, who would you take, Lamar Jackson? If I tried to tra- trade you, Lamar Jackson for Nick Chubb, would you take that? Yeah. Oh, really? Have you seen Chubb? I he- mean, it's been the highly touted Super Bowl champion Cleveland Browns have not started out <laughs> as the highly touted Super Bowl champion Cleveland Browns. Not across two weeks, anyway. Baker Mayfield kind of looks a little bit lost out there. Well, I mean, but at the same time, Nick Chubb scored 15 points last week. I will take that for uh, for a running back. I guess so. I mean, if you're doing such a... <laughs> this is hilarious. If we, we're going to discuss other things, I promise. But, like... <laughs> What's going I'm on? just saying... But I don't know. You've got a great value right now. I think he's a great quarterback going forward, too. I think he's really coming into his own this season. And, uh, yeah, I just say don't look a gift horse in the mouth, right? But I want to look that gift horse. (laughs) But I want to look it in the mouth. (laughs) You trade me. Okay, join the other league I'm in, and you trade me Nick Chubb for Lamar Jackson straight up. I'll be happy. I'm also not saying I'm good at fantasy football. Let's, well, you're doing be, better I've than never me. Won, I've never you're won so a league, so maybe my take isn't the best piece of advice. Neither have I, so we're both just trying to figure <laughs> this thing out. <laughs> but you won last week, and you're 1-1, one and, one and I'm 0-2. God damn it. You got over 100 this week, though. That's not too bad. Hey, feeling better about that. Oh, God damn it. Oh, Yeah. I just checked just to see. I am not in the record books, so that's good. The the record for the lowest week is forty four points. And, wow. Uh, yeah. So that's so I'm like, all right, I wasn't close to that. I can I can take that. So there you go. That's this week. Let's talk about yeah. waivers. Would you yeah. like it if I laughed at your misfortune? Huh? Wave to the people. <laughs> I was really struggling to uh, to get that waiver drop on that one. So let's talk a little <laughs> bit about waivers. Let's talk. I mean, there's some Josh Allen, Marcus Mariota. There's there's quarterbacks that pick up. Let's have a look at the trends, and I'm going to run some names by you. You tell me what you think. Um, if that's all right with well, you. First of all, before before we get into this, let's okay. just say that this week was an exceptional week um, that I don't think I've ever seen in my limited time of playing fantasy football where just about everybody got hurt. Just about everybody is done for the season, it seems. Um, Or they've tweaked things and there's questions and they're going for MRIs. And it's incredible. Um, The waiver wire is coming into play more than I think it ever has um, as far as I've seen it where, you know, you are digging for those gems and there's going to be a lot of question marks uh, uh, left. Like I don't, 
players that I would never traditionally target on a waiver wire are now, you know, must have, which is incredible. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. This, this last week really changed a lot of things. And now, in terms of that, I'm going. I'm looking at James Conner. You know, I know his status is up in the air right now. But I'm, you know, without uh, Ben Roethlisberger, where's he going to be in the in the game script? Right? Where's he going to be sitting? Yeah. So, what's that person has to say? Have to say about it? Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. Any any impact for you? Um, I knock on wood have done all right so far. Um, but I mean, even just trying to, to look at the waiver wire, you know, I'm thinking, you know, what is everybody else going to be doing in the, in the league? If I have an underperforming wide receiver, do I even want to let them go? If it could possibly be a slow start and they could turn things around because you're digging deep. Like I think, uh, Harden, Harden for Kansas city, um, it's a wide receiver people are looking at, and he's like the fourth slash fifth option for Kansas City. And people just want to get in on that offense because of how potent it is, and I totally understand that. But that's crazy. Yeah, that is pretty <laughs> you know, crazy. I've got Ant- yeah, I've got Anthony Miller, who I'm like, oh, Anthony Miller started so slow. It's so much promise. I mean, I don't know if it's just that the Bears' offense is complete garbage right now, but I'm like, he's got the potential to turn it around. Like, can I afford to drop him with so many people digging so deep within the waiver wire? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I mean, again, Anthony Miller was another player that I was targeting in the draft, and you picked and I was like, but all right, I'll live. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because, like you said, McCole Hardman is a guy you go, is that really who you, who, who do you drop to pick up McCole Hardman is the question in a 10-team league, right? That's the, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Um I was listening to a podcast today, and they were talking about Robbie Anderson and should you drop him or not. I'm like, I'm not going to drop Robbie Anderson while Sam Darnold is away for, um, you know, with mono. He yeah. Didn't, he didn't even do poorly. He got he can sit on my bench. He's fine, you know. Yeah. So, so let's have a look at some of the trends right now. And the biggest trend that's going on for our league is Green Bay and San Francisco in terms of defenses being picked up. Yeah, and no surprise from the Green Bay defense there. San Francisco, I guess it's because they're playing Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh is running with uh, uh, what's his name? Oh my God, Rudolph. Is it no? Oh, who am I? I think. Uh, oh my God, I'm blanking. <laughs> I don't know my backup quarterbacks well enough to have. <laughs> I noted it before we started. There's so many that are coming into play. It's okay. I'll pull it up. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I feel bad for uh, Nick Foles in particular because this was... I do too. You know, but and, and now uh, what are they saying? Now they're saying, like, you know, is Eli Manning done? Is Ben Roethlisberger? Some people are saying that they think he might be done, right? This might be it for him. Mason Rudolph. Yeah, Mason Rudolph. Yeah, I think they said today that Eli is being replaced. Well, they did by, say... Uh, yeah. I don't know what that sound is back there, but that is rough sound. Daniel Easter. Uh, oh, that's a car. No, it's like a. I don't know what's going on. Oh, maybe the wind. Yeah, Daniel Jones is the one taking over for Daniel Eli. Jones. Yeah, Daniel Caesar is um, probably a musician. 
I think I got that one. I can Google it for you. So Green Bay, how are you feeling about Green Bay's defense? Green Bay's defense is playing excellent this year. Um, I think that's a solid pickup. Uh, it was kind of unexpected. Um, at the same time, I don't know what their schedule looks like moving forward, but I know that Green Bay's offense is kind of all over the place. Um, yeah. It's hard to gauge the value on any of those receivers, it seems, right now. Um, Aaron Jones, thankfully, had a big breakout, but I mean, even then, uh, you know, Jamal Williams is, is taking touches. I think he got a score again this week, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, yeah, Green Bay's weird. I think the defense is, is a stable pickup, though, personally speaking. I, I was thinking about picking up Miami. I think they're on the rise. How do you feel about all of this, by the way? We talked about Miami as a Miami fan before the season. We talked, and you said, yeah, I feel... I remember you saying you feel pretty good about this team. I, I did. Um, <laughs> Still feeling good? And then, and then the fire sales. I've just, I've just come to terms with this season. Let's just put it that way. Trust the process? Trust, sadly, yes. Hopefully it's just a one-year process. I mean, they don't, they don't really allow tanking and... The NFL, they're kind of completely opposed to it, right? So they'll step in. I wouldn't be surprised if they do something like threaten to strip draft picks if they keep on losing. As long as they put out players that try, even if they get their butts kicked. Um, yeah, if they start withholding players, then they'll get into a lot of trouble. I'm just waiting for, I think they've got like three firsts and two seconds already for next year. So I'm just trusting in the following couple seasons. And then Josh Rosen will lead you to the glory. Bring him back. Uh, I think he got injured this week. Didn't he get injured? Josh Rosen? I no, think so. I, I think, think I heard so. something about that. I don't think. Did he play? I don't think he played. No, no, no. I don't think he played. Josh Rosen? No. No, no, no. No. Hmm. I'm going to no. go. I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. Because I know they already <laughs> announced that um, Fitzpatrick would be the starter again. I, I mean, to be fair, I didn't watch the game. I didn't want to watch the game. And the 37 points that uh, he did play, <laughs> the 37 points that uh, that New England put up on defense was uh, was really great. I really appreciate that. Had that had to be a record. Oh, God, that was so painful. Um he came off the bench in relief of Fitzpatrick, who was charged with three interceptions, including a pair of pick sixes. Rosen spent the bulk of his outing throwing, blah, 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 blah. He was intercepted on his final throw of the afternoon. I don't know. It doesn't sound very promising. But uh, no. Daniel Caesar, by the way, is a Canadian singer. God, you know your music. God damn, you know your music. So let's talk about some of the waiver wire picks, and then let's, let's wrap this thing up. I don't want to take too long. It's already been almost 20 minutes. So running back. Oh, yeah, running back number one, um, Mostert. Is it Rashad Mostert? What's his name? I've heard a lot of talk about him. I I don't know enough to make an educated guess there. Um, well, he had a know. couple big thoughts? gains. He had a couple big gains. I mean, it seems like they're feeding the ball more to Matt Breda, who I have. So I'm going to stick with Breda is my thought. I don't think I'm going to pivot yet. Um I just kind of feel like he had a he had a good game. Again, they were playing against, you know, not the best defense, right? They were playing against Cincinnati. They weren't, you know, uh, I, I, I was kind of going, eh, I don't know. I felt he was, although he did get a lot of touches. He got 13 touches, I think. So 
I don't know. My money's on Matt Breda. I'm going to go with that. It's so hard. I mean, the problem is, are you looking at, like, are you taking flyers on these people? Or are you trying to look for, like, a solution, like a long-term solution? I mean, there's so many shared backfields right now. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. do you trust the shared backfield of the Niners? Like, I've got Austin Eckler, who's doing fantastic, but Gordon will be coming back. Yes. And then his value is going to plummet. His touches are going to plummet. Um Houston, not for only some that, reason. Eckler has gotten, Duke, gotten Duke, injured a lot. Duke. Sorry, go ahead. Hugh, uh, I mean, Eckler has gotten injured a fair amount, so I don't know. And even last year, they said they he couldn't handle that workload. So it's interesting to see what they're doing. Just saying. I think they're running him into the ground until Gordon gets back. I guess so. But even then, even then, Justin Jackson's getting a lot of touches. Yeah, he's getting, um, yeah. he's just not converting as many points, but like. I think he had a long run that was called back or something, like a 70-yard run or something he did. this week. Um, yeah, then you go to Houston, like Duke Johnson, who you think would be the starter, is now like turning into a third down back, and Carlos Hyde's taking the bulk of the first and second down carries. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm dealing with the David Montgomery situation in Chicago where you got Tariq Cohen, you've got Mike Davis, they're taking snaps. They've put it out to... Um, Oh, what's his face? Uh, I can't remember. He was on New England before. They've put, like, I was like, uh, he had a good week last week, but still, I was like, I, I was, I was hoping for more. <laughs> I was hoping for more from him. Next, uh, next on the on the list of running backs, was Frank Gore. How do you feel about that? Jeez, you know, I mean, a couple yards at a time. Like he's, I actually heard this summarized really well. This isn't mine. This is from a podcast, okay, or a tweet or something, but. Basically, he's there to be Josh Allen's fullback, and, and Josh Allen is the lead running back of the Buffalo Bills. That's my thought, right? I would think that Josh Allen is probably going to get more running, more running plays now. Oh, yeah, especially with Singletary out, which sucks because it seemed like he was starting off really well. I am not a Bills fan. I'm a Dolphins fan. <laughs> so for me to call them at the Bills is weird. But honestly, they had some good young promise there. and. Yeah. uh yeah, it's unfortunate. It's terrible to see injuries ever, but especially in that instance. Well, especially with a young guy who's getting his chance, you kind of want to see a little bit more of that, right? Absolutely. Wide receiver side, you got, uh, you got. So we talked about Kansas City a little bit. People wanting wanting to take their shot. Demarcus Robinson is right yeah. now the top pickup. <sighs> then him, Nelson, and, him and Harden, the yeah. two, one, two, because they're just they're gonna. Someone has to fill Tyreek's shoes while he's gone. But him, I look at, you got six targets. Six targets, six receptions, 172 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah. I don't feel great about that. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, obviously, with everything that happened in Philadelphia last week. Um, yep, more injuries there. I think Alshon's going to be out this week. And then um, I think both of their starting receivers are out. I think so as well, yeah. So that's why everybody's picking up Aguilar. DJ Chark Jr. in Jacksonville. Yeah, he's emerging. Yeah, but how do you feel about? I don't know. I don't feel great about that myself. I wouldn't feel good about. Although you look at their schedule, they have Tennessee, Denver, Carolina, New Orleans. Well, it's not bad. It's not bad, but it's not the best. I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah. And then Debo Samuel, and guess who's getting dropped a lot? Danny Amendola. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was going to have a big year. I was, I was actually put him on a watch list just to. You know, figure I could sneak in after a couple of good weeks, but 
Not at all. Yeah. Same with Justice Hill. Justice Hill is someone I have on a watch list that a lot of people were raving about before the season started. And it's another one of those running back by committees where Ingram and Gus Edwards, of all people, have, have made him kind of obsolete, not fantasy relevant. It's crazy. But those are teams I find, like Baltimore and like Washington are teams that I find I just can't trust their running backs. I just can't trust who they're putting out there. I don't feel good about it. I don't know. That's how I mm-hmm. feel about them. Like Baltimore, you know, I, I remember picking up, you know, back in the day when it was, um, oh, man, I can't even, uh, I can't even remember his name. But it was like, oh, he, and he was good for one week. I think last year you had Gus Edwards, and he was great for two weeks. And then he was like, nothing. Alex Collins. Is that who you're thinking of? No, even before Alex that, Collins. Who else? Uh, I can't that remember. was last season's spot, who was highly touted, and I kept on hoping that he would break out as a decent flex, and he always underperformed. Well, and he, he, again, the year before, he had a couple games where he was really good, and we thought, oh, okay, here we go. And, and, like, so, yeah, I don't know. Tight end, here's my question to you. Will Disley. Uh, uh, Will Disley, two touchdowns from Russell Wilson. Um, yeah. Five targets, 50 yards, two touchdowns. <laughs> he looked pretty good on those touchdowns, man. So... I don't yeah. Know. I mean, he's worth a flyer if you need a tight end, and especially tight end is such a weird position. Uh-huh. Um, I think both of Baltimore's tight ends are supposedly some of the highest performing in the league right now, in the fantasy league. I think both of them are drafted within our league. But, uh, yeah. And then guess who's, guess who's next on that list? How do you feel about this name? Jason Witten. Pick that guy up. Jason. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, old reliable, right? Yeah. Two games, two touchdowns, not bad. Delaney Walker is the old reliable. He's, he's still out there doing it. I know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm obviously not looking at a list of available tight ends right now. But beyond the top three or four, it was always going to be a toss-up. It was always going to be screaming whoever at that point. So I guess it's just kind of playing the hot hand and, I almost feel like any team that has a new quarterback filling in is probably a good team to focus on tight end. Because just having that outlet relief, you know, like maybe they can't always push it down the field, but they'll have like a running back or a tight end and they can dump it. Yeah, and then, and then for the tight end, it's just if they get any touches, it's a possibility. And if they have a possibility, you see what happens. That's all you need. Yeah. Well... All right. I think that's good enough. We've been here for too long. But this is a good talk, man. I appreciate that. You know what my favorite part about this is? What? We both kind of know what we're talking about. We don't have, like, expert understanding of the league. And this is probably the most technical episode of Big Dickers podcast that's happened to date. We're not talking about ourselves. We're strictly talking about football. And we're like, who is that guy from that year? Yeah, well, yeah he was pretty good. <laughs> was, ah, ah, I don't remember his name, but man, if I could, boy, we would be happy to talk about that guy for at least the guy with the minutes. hair. Oh, I think he hair. had hair. He oh had yeah, hair. he had hair. He had some sweet hair. I remember. Uh, you know what? I will say, I love players like Philip Lindsay who has a little like bushy hair that sticks out the back of there. I don't know what it is. I love that. It's awesome. 
And Derrick Henry, I hate. It's like a freaking raccoon tail. It looks disgusting, man. I'm sorry. There are two ends of the spectrum. I don't know how you feel about football players' hairs, but that's your hot take for the day. So this week, man, it's you and me. You and me. So I think oh, you yeah. should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should drop some players. Just saying. Oh, oh, Beckham Jr. Pfft, useless. I don't even know who that is. I He's would gone. drop him. Cut. Yeah, cut him is probably the best thing to do. I like that. I like your strategy. Good call. Good call. <laughs> cut him. Cut him. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we got to wrap this thing up. Well, Mike, uh, it's always fun, man. It's always fun to talk football. Are you home now? Yeah. I'm just kind of hanging out in front of my apartment. I hope the traffic's not too loud. And I hope there wasn't too much background noise. There was a lot of background noise, but it'll be okay. Screw them. Screw fucking listeners. It's, it's life in the big city. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> and I just want to sound good. Like, this, this is, you know, this is like, this is like the fan 590 radio on the way home where they're like, oh, we're going to call you and we'll just talk about things. Yeah. You want to talk about Mitch Marner? <laughs> Oh, uh, that, that's another podcast in itself. You know, why didn't he sign earlier? You know, he got offer sheets. He's, it was too much, but it's over. It's I, done with. And he's locked up for six years, so. But now let's, we let's but now it. we got to talk cap space. I was thinking this year I wanted to work on my radio voice. Should I try that more? You should. Do it now. <clears throat> All right, Mike, we're going we're gonna to go ahead and we're going to talk about well, I want to talk to you about Mitch Marner. Have you taken the time to consider the deal that he signed and what, what that'll do for the cap space for the lease for this year? How do you like that's that? Not a bad, that's not a bad radio book. I, I got to work on it just a little bit, but I think I, think I, can, I, think I can get there. <laughs> I think now is probably the time we should end this podcast. Shut your whole... <laughs> Shut up. Hey, I was more present today, though. I listened to you, man. You did. God. We may have lost a couple of listeners, but we kept our core intact. That's all that matters. Thousands of dollars of Second City money. Just listen, Mike. Keep that core <laughs> Keep that core intact, right? <laughs> there is no core. There is no core. Well, everybody, for Mike. And, and Mike. We'll see you all next week. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>